Welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Strong podcast. Our goal is to equip you with the knowledge and tools you need to make lasting changes in your health. Society has trained us to think that Western medicine is the answer to long-term health, but this approach only treats symptoms and never addresses the root cause. Without a new approach, our community will experience unnecessary sickness and suffering. We teach the functional health model to educate and empower listeners on their journey to a happier, healthier, and stronger life. My name is Paige, and I'm a certified holistic health coach. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Alex Arguello, doctor of chiropractic and functional health practitioner. Join us as we unpack some of the most pressing health challenges facing our community today. Welcome back to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. So today is actually our last episode for a while um, because I'm due in one week to have a baby. Yeah. And so, yeah, not totally sure. We're not giving like a specific date when we'll be officially back, but it'll be in the new year sometime. And um, until then, we might post a couple of our older episodes that maybe you haven't heard if you kind of join joined in at some point in the past year or so. So be looking forward to that. Um, yeah, that's that's my exciting news. But Season one <laughs> is over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. This is episode 50, so we're like, we haven't really been yeah. doing seasons, but... Right. <laughs> we will be now. So the next season will be the next baby, or how does that work? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so... That's exciting. But today we're going to talk about infrared saunas, which I know nothing about. So I think this will be super interesting and I'm excited to learn. And I'm also excited to not be pregnant anymore so that I can actually like take advantage of all of this. Yeah. Yeah. So we introduced this last week, um, you know, as part of the the detox conversation that we're having. Um, but today what I wanted to do is first just kind of, as you said, not knowing much about it. Um, and I'm pretty new into it too. Um, I mean, I've known about infrared sauna and and heard people that I follow talk about it a lot, but it was just never really anything that I, um, put any time or energy into and learning about, um, until recently, probably, I don't know, two, three years ago or something like that. Um, that's when I started to, to look into it, but even then not very heavily, um, but we want to talk about how it works, you know, what, what kind of infrared sauna is, and then most importantly, what are the benefits of using an infrared sauna is what the, the bulk of the time will, will be. Um, so what is it? I'm sure everyone's familiar with saunas. Um, basically, it's some type of heated space, you know, that you put your body into. Um, interesting, it's, it's, this goes back centuries, even back to Roman Empire days. They uh, would sit in heated rooms because, you know, healers, you know, is what the people they would call you know, what we would probably know as doctors or, mm-hmm. or people in the health space now, um, recognize the benefits of, of doing this. So even way back then, they were doing doing things like this. Um, of course, now uh, technology has advanced, so there's all kind of different ways of doing this. So there's what are called dry saunas, so that's something that's heated up in the room. Like, think of like a stove or an oven that just makes the room really, really hot. Um, I don't know about you, but we've done this before in our house where we just put that turn the ovens on and makes the makes the kitchen a little warmer um, in the wintertime. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's steam saunas, so this would be not necessarily like a, d- a dry heat, but it would be hot. The room would be heated up because there's a lot of steam coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, those are two of the more popular types. But then the third popular type would be what we're talking about today, which is infrared sauna. 
Now, the point of, of all of these types of saunas is to obviously get the body sweating, right? The, the hotter the room that you're in, the body's going to try to regulate its body temperature. And one of the ways it does that is it releases water um, through the form of sweat. And then back to our detox conversation, as you're sweating, you're also hopefully eliminating toxins through that um, detox pathway. So that's kind of the, the point um, of it. Um, the biggest difference, um, at least in what I've seen, is between the infrared and the other types is the infrared sauna focuses on actually heating up the body through the infrared waves. Um, and the other types are meant to just heat up the room primarily. So infrared's focused on the body and heating it up so the, the core temperature ri rises, um, where the other things is just the, the room is getting really, really hot. So obviously if you're entering into a, a hot room, your body's going to respond by, by sweating. Now, don't want to get into the weeds too much on this because I'm sure I would get confused um, as much as our listeners would. But what I mean by infrared waves is that they're emitting some type of an energy and this energy is actually the same wavelength, for the, anybody that knows anything about physics, wavelength is the energy that our own bodies give off. Mm. Um, so there's some type of synergy there, right? The infrared red waves are giving off an energy similar to the, the energy that our body would give off. Um, so I'm sure that that's an, just an upgrade from the other types of saunas, and that's just more of my opinion. Anytime there's something that's similar to what our body does, it's going to be beneficial. Um, but like I mentioned last week, the infrared heat um, heats up your core temperature. So you sitting in that infrared um, sauna, um, it's not that it's just getting really, really hot in the room and your body's responding, you know, so heating up the outside of your body or heating up your skin. Um, it's actually penetrating your skin and getting to down to the cellular level. And studies have shown that it actually can increase your body temperature, your core temperature up uh, by three degrees um, Fahrenheit, which is a pretty big deal. Because if you think, you know, whole... Um, Normal body temperature, 98.6 degrees. So if you're raising it up three degrees Fahrenheit, that would be considered what, what most people would think is a fever, right. right? So you are increasing it up. And again, we'll talk about some of the, the benefits of, of why, that's, why that's a good thing. So let's get into those. First one we talked about last week, detoxification. Yeah. Right? The more you sweat, the more your body is going to eliminate toxicity that's in it. Um, so whether this is exercise, whether you're, again, you're sitting in a, just a really, really hot room, your body is, is getting rid of water. Um, and through that water, through our bodies are designed, um, for sweating to be one of our detoxification pathways. So toxicity is going to come out, but in infrared saunas in studies, what they've shown, um, is that this just does this kind of to another level again, down to the cellular level. So there's some toxins that our bodies try to get rid of that actually does better at getting rid of these toxins through sweat when you sit in an infrared sauna compared to things like urine or even stool. So let me just give you a couple of uh, these things. So in the, the study, um, the main study that um, the, the website that I was looking at was pointing to, they were comparing is when they would test people's blood, when they would test people's urine, when they would test people's sweat of what toxins were actually coming out in those things. Um, heavy metals, um, things like phthalates and um, BPA, so plasticizers, um, DDT, DDE, these are pesticides. Um, those type of things all came out more in the sweat than, mm -hmm. than they did in, in even urine, right? So this is kind of speaking to, back to the detoxification conversation, we want all of our detoxification pathways increased, right? We want to be able to eliminate through um, defecation. We want to be able to uh, eliminate through urination, but we also want to be able to sweat 
um, because it seems like the body uses those different types of pathways to eliminate certain certain types of toxins. And we're, as we've said, exposed to hundreds of thousands of things um, yeah. all the time. Right. Um, so we want all of those pathways increased. So it's not that we can't just go to the bathroom or urinate well. We also have to be sweating well. And mm-hmm. the infrared kind of upregulates that to a, to a new level. So that would be the, the first benefit is just kind of overall detoxification and even specific types of de- detoxification. Yeah, that's really cool. Second thing would be immune system upregulation. So this is back to that fever conversation. Yeah. Um, we probably all know when we get infected with something, if we have a cold or a flu, especially if it gets any, um, has any severity to it at all, um, our bodies respond by increasing its core temperature, and that's what we call fever. Um, and it's doing that um, for a number of different reasons. One, the, the pathen, pathogens just can't survive in that heated environment. They kind of overheat themselves, and that might take care of them. So that's a natural response um, from the body. But also what happens is when the core temperature heats up, it kind of triggers the immune system. The immune system cells that are now going to go after these viruses or after, after these bacteria to actually turn on and, and go after them and, and do, their, do their job, right? Sends the soldiers out. Um, so having higher body temperature will upregulate the immune system to then go, off, go out and fight against this bacteria um, and this virus. So as you sit in uh, an infrared sauna and increase that core temperature, the same thing can can happen, right? So you might not have, you might not be exposed to something um, at that particular time, but if your body is upregulating its its temperature for that short amount of time that you're in the infrared sauna, now it's going to have your immune system just kind of ready to, if you do get exposed to anything, you know, which is just, again, upregulating your immune system, having it ready to fight off anything. So especially as a time we're, we're getting into now, you know, where it's getting cold and everybody's getting exposed to a lot of stuff, this is when some viruses and things try to, uh, do their work, um, doing something like an infrared sauna regularly would, would just kind of have your immune system set and ready to, to fight off things. Uh, I was going to ask, yeah, what's the recommendation on frequency? Like how long, I guess, do the benefits that you're talking about kind of last? Yeah, well, so that's, th- I would say that's different. We're going to get into um, something about mental health and, and at the end, probably the last one we'll talk about, um, and that study showed that um, the, I guess the benefit when they were studying the actual symptom um, lasted up a, to a week. Um, so that would then speak to like a weekly type thing sure. of, of doing a, a weekly infrared sauna. Um, as far as time that you're in it, um, infrared, because it's getting to the, the core temperature and raising it, um, they typically recommend not going over 30, 35 minutes in one session. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the other bigger differences between the sauna. So like those dry saunas, those things have to get up to like 200 degrees Fahrenheit to, to have an effect because you have to be sitting in a really, really hot room. Yeah. Or infrared because it gets penetrates the skin and gets to the core. Um, you know, 130, 140, you know, 150 is kind of the max that you would want to do um, in an infrared sauna. Um, it, it, as far as like a wellness thing, I'm sure there's therapeutic levels sure. that you can do if you're trying to do something specific. Um, but yeah, that that's what it would be like a 30 minute session once a week um, for something like upregulating your immune system would be would be a good thing. Interesting. So somewhat connected to that um, would be that the third um, there's something called heat shock proteins in our body that our body produces. Basically, you get exposed to a heat, which is a stressor, um, and then the body responds by producing these these proteins. Um, and these proteins also help us fight off pathogens. So this would be something like if you are, if you know you are about to fight something off, then 
getting into the sauna, getting exposed to that type of heat, you're shocking your body. Um, and then there's this, um, process that I think we've probably hit on called hormesis, um, where you similar to exercise, when you stress your body, you're, you're actually doing damage, you're putting it under stress. But then when you come out of that stressful environment, now your body adapts and, and it's better off for that. Um, so when you do that, you put yourself in this infrared sauna, um, you're kind of in a, a low level stressor and then you come out of that and then now your body produces these heat shock proteins. And now again, immune systems upregulated, it helps fight off inflammation better. Um, just really overall healing, um, of the body increases when these heat shock proteins are, have been produced. Um, and again, infrared sauna has been shown to, to produce these, to stimulate these heat shock proteins. So um, that could be body. good for just like people dealing with chronic illnesses. And yeah. Chronic illnesses, inflammation, mm-hmm. those type of things. Um, your body, when it can produce these heat shock proteins are going to just be better off. It's just kind of, um, improving your body's overall ability to fight things off, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. get more resilient. That's number three. Number four, um, this one's is interesting to, to me. Um, I, I've heard about like the detox stuff. I've heard about the immune system upregulation just makes sense with the body, but, um, this one is muscle recovery. So this could be for just general health. Um, especially people who maybe uh, are getting older and their muscles, um, are breaking down easier. Um, but also people who maybe want some sort of competitive advantage if they're doing higher intensity exercise, especially if they're competing, um, and need to, need to, uh, perform well, um, sitting in the infrared sauna, um, helps with muscle recovery because when you're sitting in heat, what's happening is you're basically the body's responding by increasing blood flow, um, to whatever needs healed. So you think you've exercised, you've tore down the muscle tissue, and then now for those muscles to get stronger, healing has to happen, right? Recovery has to happen. Rebuild, repair. You can think of it mm-hmm. like that. So when you're sitting in heat, now more blood flow is going to those areas, going going to your muscle tissue, and that's just going to speed up that recovery or that healing process because healing comes from that blood supply getting there and correcting the things that were broken down, healing yeah. them, um, rebuilding and repairing it. So when you are using the infrared sauna and you're heating your body up, Obviously, this is something that already happens naturally. We all know this when we work out and then we do that long enough, our bodies recover, we improve, right? We get stronger, we get faster, whatever it is. Um, we Our cardiovascular um, health even improves. We just get more fit. Um, if you're doing something like an infrared sauna, you're just speeding up that kind of healing and recovery process. Um, so yeah, that's, that's again, something that I was new when I was doing yeah, this research. Definitely. Um, and Interestingly enough, my office is also in the same building that our gym is in. It's right? very convenient. So, so you could go straight from yeah, your workout to the to People the break down their muscle tissue right next to the infrared sauna. Mm-hmm. Well, it's actually right next to the kids area. And that's <laughs> to next to the infrared sauna. <laughs> yeah. so. Okay. Um, number five would be relaxation. Um, so basically the the articles and stuff that I read is, you know, how does infrared sauna improve relaxation? Well, the basic thing would be, so I just mentioned you go in there for 30 minutes. So you're in this quiet room and you're sitting there and you're by yourself away from that sounds everything, awesome. yeah, <laughs> away from everything else in, you know, in life that's not relaxing, you know, just all the, the hustle and bustle that comes at us every single day. So that in and of itself is just relaxing mm-hmm. in the moment. Um, you're able to just get away from things, relax, be quiet, 
Um, you know, it could be a time of prayer. You could take a book in there, whatever you're, you're wanting to do. It could mm -hmm. be a, a, just a, an amazing time to just relax, get away from things. But what they've also shown is that, so one of the th reasons we can't relax is because of stress chemistry is always just kind of running rampant throughout our body just because of, like you said, all the go, go, go type Culture, mentality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one of the main ones we've talked about before is cortisol. So if you have high levels of cortisol, there's just no way your body's going to relax because your body's always in this fight or flight fight or flight mode, not rest relaxation mode. So what the infrared sauna is shown to do because of that, back to that hormetic effect, when you stress your body in this way, if you're doing this consistently, then your body just gets better at responding to stressors. So you go into this, you sit into this kind of stressful environment, cortisol is released, but then as your body gets used to stressful environments, it knows, okay, I don't necessarily need to re release this much cortisol because I'm used to this. This isn't really a, that big of a stressor to me anymore, right? So then that translates to other things so that you're sitting in the sauna, you're kind of training your body to not have to release so much cortisol so that when you go out into everyday life, now you're just more in a relaxed state because you don't have cortisol on all the time. But even then when you get exposed to a stressor, it's releasing more healthy levels of cortisol as opposed to extreme levels of cortisol. So it's similar to exercise in that way, right? You're training your body to get used to being in stressful environments. You're training your body to do hard things so that when you go out and you're exposed to difficult things in life, at least from a physiological perspective, you're not releasing all of the stress chemistry like cortisol and adrenaline and those type of things, which is necessary and a healthy thing. But if you're doing it chronically and you're overproducing these things, um, then that's going to lead to health problems that we've talked about in the past. Is there a particular advantage to doing this like in the morning versus the evening? Because I know we've talked about how the cortisol, you know, spikes yeah. at different times of day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, I don't know that to the, the answer to that question. I, I haven't read anything specifically on circadian rhythm. Um, my guess is it could be beneficial. It might be um, in the beginning, like if you're just starting an infrared sauna um, and your body's not used to that type of stressor then that would be more in the morning time would probably be more beneficial for you, meaning because a lot of people have problems with stimulating cortisol in the morning. So it could be similar to like an exercise. You're just getting your body ready for the day by stimulating cortisol because the circadian rhythm is cortisol supposed to be high in the morning and then slowly come back down mm -hmm. and it should be low at night so that melatonin can get produced and then you can get into deeper levels of sleep. So that, that would be my, again, off the top of my head recommendation. But then people who maybe are used to it, then transitioning over to maybe later in the day because now it's going to help with this relaxation thing, right? Yeah. So you don't really want to be spiking cortisol. You want to get into a more relaxed state, mm -hmm. you know, as you, mm -hmm. as you get closer to, to bedtime. So, yeah, I think it probably could be. And it's going to be beneficial for other purposes um, regardless. But for as far as the, the cortisol and sure. circadian rhythm, um, kind of knowing, mm -hmm. I guess, if you're, you're more of a rookie editor or veteran, it's going to yeah. be different times with that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. All right, and the last one, and there's a, a bunch of other ones. Um, you know, again, you can read and read on these on the benefits of this, but the last one is a, a, a mental health thing. So this here was a, a study done specifically on um, major depressive disorder. So not that it's a treatment for major depressive disorder in any way, but they uh, because that's so um, you know pe so many people suffer with that. There's always research you know that that's done trying to figure out how can we, how can we help these people? Obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, now this was, I believe done in 2016, um, journal of medical association, psychiatry. Um, 
what they found, and this gets back to what we've already talked about with heating up the body temperature, they found that people with that had struggled with major depressive disorder, um, had their temperature, they had temperature dysregulation, so they weren't really able to regulate their temperature very well. Um, they had an inability to cool themselves down, basically, um, especially at night. So when depression symptoms would decrease, so did their, their body temperatures, right? So what they thought at the time is no one really understood the significance of it, so it spurred research. And, you know, they, they did a study, and the study was actually done um, earlier than this, but they took some time to actually think through it. Um, but they did a, a simple test of theory that hyperthermia, so heating up the body, would mimic the body core temperature or fever, may, re- may play a role in relieving um, depression symptoms. So then they redid this research in 2016 when they looked at it. So this was 30 participants diagnosed with major depressive um, disorder. Um, they, sec- they, af- they assessed the effects of one session of whole body. Um, so what they did was hyperthermia, but um, medically supervised therapy, intense infrared. So this would be more of what we're talking about with this therapeutic dose. Mm-hmm. So they actually got it up to 200 degrees um, Fahrenheit. It would elevate the body temperature to activate the body's natural stress response, um, which raised the participant's core body temperature to a kind of a mild hyperthermic state. Um, and they compared the results with the placebo. Um, and they, what they found was a significant reduced symptoms with observed within one week um, and lasting up for six weeks. So actually, um, what I said earlier was um, a little bit inaccurate there. Mm-hmm. Um so basically what they're finding is that these people have this inability to, to regulate their, their temperature. So when the, the body temperature was really high, it was activating um, the immune system to actually put um, this inflammatory process in the brain, which would then cause the, the depressive disorders. Yeah. So back to kind of that hormetic effect, when they would do this, when they would actually give them this... Um, hyperthermia, then their bodies would get rid of those pathogens. So then now they, so it would kind of get beyond the activity of the immune system causing the inflammation. It would kind of get through those pathogens doing this. And then that would decrease the inflammation in the the brain overall. So then over time, because the brain wasn't inflamed, because there wasn't that immune ongoing immune activity in the brain, now the depressive symptoms would go would, would decrease. So it's, it, it's kind of a different model than the whole like serotonin, you know, neurotransmitter model of this is why somebody have depression. This was more, the brain was just inflamed. Hmm. So they ha- would have depression. So if you actually took care of the pathogen by heating it up, um, and activating the immune system, although activating the immune system would kind of turn on some of that inflammation, it would kind of get through that. And then now the pathogen wouldn't be kind of chronically or ongoingly cause the inflammation which would then cause the depression. So interesting infrared doing, doing something like that, which is a huge deal. So again, not a therapy, not a treatment um, for it. It's not a replacement for anything people are doing with depression, but along with other, you know, lifestyle changes, nutrition changes, those type of things, the infrared sauna could definitely be beneficial for, for people like that. And that's just depression, right? So I would say inflammation, if you think inflammation in the brain can lead to any sort of neurological issue, anxiety, depression, all those type of things. Mm -hmm. If you can deal with that inflammation, especially if it's pathogen related, um, or even if it's back to your body getting used to that type of stressor, it's going to be beneficial for any of that that Mm -hmm. type of stuff. So you could just kind of say overall mental health improvement, I would say. 
That's really cool. I bet there's probably like more ongoing studies because is th- this is like a relatively new health. I don't know. Yeah. The last couple of years, I feel like I hadn't heard of it until yeah. recently ish. So maybe they're still doing studies and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 This. Yep. yeah. I mean, I think it's been, it's been around for, for a while, but the whole social media craze, I think that's yeah. what makes things pretty popular, right. which then when things get popular, then now that's when research can actually be done because enough people are interested in it. So, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it'll, like you said, continue to turn out things that Mm -hmm. are beneficial from it. Yeah. So that's a lot of benefits. Are there any major, like, things to be aware of or concerned about or caution using it? I don't know. Well, I think as long as you're using it properly, right, if you are um, using it, if you're not overusing it in terms of staying in it too long, um, if you're, I mean, we have a whole list of things that we're tell you, you can't go in, you know, if obviously if you're, if you're drunk at the time, you can't be doing it. If you're right. using a bunch of medications or, or other types of drugs, you can't be using it. Wouldn't, I mean, the stuff that I've been looking at said, didn't say that it's totally off limits for, um, pregnant women. Um, but I wouldn't recommend it during yeah. that time. You know, I wouldn't worry about, um, heating getting, your whole core temperature t- sounds Right. Like maybe not the best idea. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> um, but yes, but if you were, if somebody wanted to d- do it, then I would probably say just not doing it as long or not not um, getting up as hot, mm-hmm. so that you're not raising up the core temperature super high. It's just another form of again relaxation or or trying to get your your body sweating. Um, those type of things. Um, of course, hydration. If you're going in it, you're losing you're losing sweat, so you want to be hydrated going in, and then you want to rehydrate coming out. Um, as long as you're, if, if you were not doing that, then it probably would be potentially a, a problem. Right. Um, but again, if you're using it wisely, mm-hmm. um, and we're, we're, we're going to help people use it as wise as possible. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know of any huge um, right. negative things about it. Cool. Yeah. Well, that kind of, you alluded to it, but just the official announcement, the yeah. office has, the, so the Great River Family Chiropractic Davenport mm-hmm. slash New City Fitness office now has an infrared sauna that people can book Yeah, and not quite ready for people <laughs> to book it if you're listening to this episode on the day that it comes out, but definitely within the next week or yeah. a couple weeks. Yeah, hopefully Thanksgiving week uh, is what we're shooting for, get the website all integrated with the, the software that we use um, for the scheduling and billing and all that stuff. So yeah. yeah, so people can come use it. You can buy a single session or a package. Could be a great Christmas gift. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so definitely excited about that. And I'll be one of the first. No, I probably won't be one of the first <laughs> people to use it. But I'll be on the list for sure. So yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for hanging with us through season one of the podcast. And we will miss you while we're on our little break. But we look forward to coming with new content. And yeah, if anyone also has requests or anything that you would like us to cover in the new year, definitely let us know. And we will talk to you next time.